Cochran's the best. It's kind of like seeing Billy Joel perform live. Never disappoints. I highly doubt you know it just off of that quote. <laughs> no. Um, well, it's from Ted Lasso. Okay. Uh, if, welcome. What? If it's from season two, I would be very in the dark. So Yeah, I don't know what season it's from. I was trying to find a good Ted Lasso quote, and I was scrambling, and I couldn't find the a great one. So I just found a good one. Okay. All right, welcome to Out of the Useless Podcast, the special edition, The Normies, where we're going to discuss the the awards for the normal people that, that will enjoy movies instead of the Oscars or whatever, the artsy-fartsy stuff. With me, as always, is the... Phil Donahue of the Normies? No, the beard of the episode is Criddle. <laughs> oh, Hello. And then next to me here, uh, Danny Rojas of the podcast, Brett Williams. Soccer is life. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as always, me, your beloved Jeremy Williams here as Roy Kent. Bugger off. I, didn't, I couldn't give myself Ted Lasso. Or else I, I wanted to, but I couldn't. I'm not worthy. Anyway. All right, so this episode's a special edition. Uh, we're going to be, like I said earlier, this is our awards to the best movies and TV shows by category for the year of 2022. Uh, the shows that uh, have been forgotten about by Artsy Fartsy Award Shows, and we will discuss what we will decide is the best. And so, yeah, let's hit it off. So number one here, we're going to start off with movies in 2022. We're going to start off with horror as our our category. So right here, uh, interesting thing I noticed here is that, Criddle, you put, uh, you put Jurassic World 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was kind of an interesting... Um, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I mean, some people classify it as horror. And, le- and let me stop and, and do a disclaimer here. We have not seen every movie in 2022. This is not our job. <laughs> so there are movies that you're going to be like, oh, why didn't, why, didn't we, why didn't you mention that movie? Why isn't that movie on the list? It's merely just because we haven't seen literally every movie or TV show that has come out in 2022. And even some of these on the list, we haven't, I haven't seen them, and maybe Brett or Crit will have. So that's just how we're going to roll. Sorry. Okay. Game on. And the nominees are <laughs> yeah. for best horror of 2022. Violent Night. Have you seen that? No, but I want to. I do too. I, I want to as well. Yeah. Jurassic World 3. Scream. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Black Phone. And Smile. All right, so I I put smile on there. I don't think anybody's seen it, right? I want to. No, I you know bought it for my sister for uh, Christmas present, but oh. have not. Uh, I've heard good things. Yeah, I've seen Black Phone. I'm probably the only one here, right? Yeah, that was yeah. a great one. Uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. We've all seen that, right? Yes. yes. Thoughts on that being a horror film? 
I mean, it's probably the darkest Marvel movie to date. I still would classify it more as an action. action. Yeah. But it, you know, it. If it's one of those things where you're like talking to your kids and it's just like, oh, hey, I want to go see Doctor, you know, that that's what I would think of. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a horror movie for yeah. you. So like, I would classify it generally, primarily as an action movie. But like if an eight-year-old or five-year-old would be like, I want to go see that movie, I'd be like, no, you're going to have nightmares for months. It's like a beginner's horror film. I took my seven-year-old to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, is that why you were sleeping on the floor for... It could have been. (laughs) I, I I didn't particularly... Care for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? No, I, I, it's I, got hel- it's got horror elements. Yeah, but it's more sci-fi probably. I mean, Phase Four more like Phase Bore, <laughs> except some of the TV shows. That's the only. I feel like the movies failed. The TV shows prospered. If you ask me, like Loki. So, but yeah, I think I I say this all the time about um, especially superhero movies. The movie's going to be only as good as the bad guy. For example, Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker, one of the best bad guys, if you ask me, of all time. So the movie was fantastic. I did not care for uh, what's her name to being a bad guy. Uh, Oh, the Scarlet Witch? Yeah, Scarlet Witch, yeah. I just never cared about the character to begin with. When we got first introduced to them, I was like, I don't like you. (laughs) And then when it was just like, oh, did you know that Vision and her are a thing in the comics? I'm like, oh, great. The second character that I don't care for. <laughs> you can just uh, exclude them now together. They're they're off uh, on their honeymoon. Leave them alone. <laughs> um, Scream. I don't think anybody's seen that, right? No. I want to just because I've seen all the previous yeah, screams. To com- complete everything. Yeah. And then they're coming out with another Scream. Yeah, I, I saw that. They're going to go to New York now. I, you know, what was it? it? Somebody said it took Jason, like, Four movies to get to Manhattan. It's taken Scream like six movies to get to New York. <laughs> How long are we going to wait till we see Ghostface in space? <laughs> Ghostface in yes. space. Yes. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes. Sc- you know, I, Scream X. You know that we brought up, um, you just brought up Jason. So I know, I'm not the most uh, Jason savvy, knowledgeable person. So maybe you guys can help me with this because somebody put out a good question on the internet the other day. Um, so which which of the movies? It was like two or three that it's actually Jason, right? Um, the first one obviously is not. Yeah. Second one is. Third one, I don't think is. I think that one takes place on a kind of like farm uh, camp or whatever. And then the fourth one, I believe, is. So there's a yeah, there's a couple of them that are not Jason. So with that. The question was: Is how Jason died as a kid? How come he's a grown up in those in the ones he's in? Uh, apparently, he didn't die as a kid. Like maybe he just was living a very rugged lifestyle out in the woods. Because according to you know the his rationale for killing people in the second one is he watched. I think the girl's name is Nancy decapitate his mom. Oh wow. And so then he's just like, no, you... Oh, he didn't die in the water, huh? I guess not, no. Huh, interesting. All right, well, my bad for taking us down a different path there. All right, and then, yeah, we've talked about all of them. All right, well, I mean, I have mine 
locked in pretty easily. Is there any others that we've forgotten about? Um, I was looking. Nope. And <laughs> oh, nope. <laughs> that you were saying <laughs> nope. Yeah. I I I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of his. Um, why can't I'm always key and peel. I'm I think he's key. Yeah. <laughs> or is he peel? No, he's peel. Peel. He's peel. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of his horror films. I've seen two of them, and like each one of them, like, eh. I mean, what was it? The the first one. I, uh, I, was it? No, not us. That's the second one. What was the? I know. And you're talking about the guy that gets put under like a hypnosis. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, the first one sounded the the most intriguing. The second one, us. I was just like, ah, eh, no. And then when I saw the the nope. I was just like, you know what? Oh, you saw Nope? No, when oh. I saw the uh, trailer for it in the movie theater, I was like, yeah, that's aptly uh, like titled. Yeah, nope, I'm <laughs> not going to be watching that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's trying to tell a different story than just horror, which is fine. I just don't think the horror part is enjoyable for me because I do enjoy horror movies. Yeah. Which is sad because like... I've watched horror movies. I just haven't watched any of these horror movies. <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard to pick the. It's hard to watch the ones of this year. You you have three hundred sixty five days to watch. Well, not always because of release dates, but you have all you know most of the year to watch these. And yeah, we haven't watched them all, so it's a little sad. Yeah, but all right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm ready for my 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 winner. Are you all ready for yours? Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, my winner, I don't think it's a surprise at all, is Black Phone. All right. I think that was a very unique way to do a movie. And, um, yeah, it was, it's not horror in your, it's more of, yeah, it's just, it's not a horror like, they talk about ghosts, the ghosts aren't really scary, but it's like, obviously, the kid being kidnapped and all that stuff. It's a good one. Yep. What about you? Oh, I I was kind of leaning towards Violent Night. Yeah, I even though I haven't seen it, I I I'm leaning towards Violent Night because there is a 2020 horror movie that I've wanted to watch that kind of reminded me of this and it is called Fat Man, which <laughs> uh stars Mel Gibson as a I'm not sure if he's a disgruntled Santa. I, I just saw that the other day somewhere. Uh, oh, yeah? I, I was like, oh, he played Santa before? Yeah. And uh, what was it? That uh, the, the, the on-again, off-again friend in the uh, Justified series is the, I think, villain of the entire thing. Are you talking about the one that's an Ant-Man? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know. All right. Let's see, Criddle, you that was your vote, your vote, right? That was my vote. And Violent Brett, what did you go with? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Criddle. I'm going I'm with Violent, Violent Night. Night. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I, my thoughts on that is like, is it going to be more of an action, you know, violent, or is it going to be a horror violent? I don't know. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully, it becomes a new Christmas tradition. I know. I mean, I've, I last year I got the eight bit Christmas added to the tradition, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Violent Night. <laughs> <laughs> Violent Night. Yep. All right. Next, our category, which, which has very few <laughs> few nominees in it, we have drama. <laughs> There's Marry Me, a greatest beer run ever. I put over, ever, and I've actually seen both of these. 
<laughs> so well, I guess we can also add in. I'm not sure if you, you would classify it as a comedy, but it is the Ticket to Paradise, the uh, George Clooney, Julia Roberts. Uh, I don't think I even know of that movie. I just I know of it because I saw the, a trailer. That's I, I've been to like five movies this year, and sadly they've basically played almost the same exact trailer. In fact, I guess for the horror movie, what was it? There's that one uh, movie where everybody gets those two girls get trapped on that cell phone tower. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought about adding that there too. Yeah. But uh, uh, oh, I, I guess I I have seen a drama. It's where the crawdads live. Or oh whatever. yeah, how was that? You know what? Not bad. Not bad. It's uh, an intriguing premise. It's very slow. It has a massively good twist ending, which I was just like made me like reconsider every like every single character interaction at the very end. So I guess I could say that I have seen a uh, drama for this year. Yeah, I I'm I'm not gonna lie, I really liked Marry Me as a kind of rom com drama. I don't know what's Mary. Who's in Marry Me? That is Jennifer Lopez and. Um, Owen, why can't Owen Will, Wilson? Uh, Owen Wilson, yes. Okay. And uh, well, he's a teacher, and he goes to this concert with his daughter and his coworker. And the coworker, who's a, I, I believe, if memory serves, is a lesbian, and so she's like really into Jennifer Lopez. She has a sign that says "Marry Me." She needs to do something. Like he's like, hold this, and so he's holding it, and. During this time, Jennifer Lopez, before the show, she found out her fiance, who she's about to be married to, is cheating on her. Oh, so she's a little emotional, and so out of and she, I think they're supposed to get married on the, on the, during that. I can't remember, man. It's been since it came out. Anyway, long story short, she sees a sign and she says yes, just because she, her life is. Like, so chaotic that she's going to do something reckless because, yeah. And it turns out, you know, to be a nice story because Will Owen Wilson plays a very nice gentleman. And and I I think it doesn't end exactly, if my memory serves, doesn't end exactly how you think it would, but it's still, like, a nice ending. Okay. So, for me, and I'm going to cast my vote for my winner, <clears throat> I... I'm going to say greatest beer run ever because that was a really good movie. I did not expect it to be a drama when I watched it. I expected it to be a comedy because when they tease it in the trailer, uh -huh. there's a lot of jokes. And I mean, there's a lot of, there's a decent amount of jokes in it, but it's definitely watered down by how much drama is in there. If you haven't heard of the movie, the movie is, um, what's your guy's name? Uh, Zach Efron. Yeah, thank you. Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Efron is uh, decides that nobody is really supporting the troops back here in America. Everybody's anti the Vietnam War, so he's gonna bring some beers to his buddies to show his appreciation for them and no, and so that they know that people back home are thinking about him and care about him. So he's a merchant marine, and so he hops on a boat to. Vietnam, and then he spends like I want to say it's three days, seventy-two hours, trying to find all his friends and giving them uh, a beer. So, really good, real good story. Highly recommend it to watch. 
It's on Apple TV. Mm. Okay, I, I will cast my vote for the greatest beer run ever because Zac Efron's in it. <laughs> I kind of figured that's where that was going. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you're going for it too? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, trifecta. Now, I mean, we probably talked about this before, but I feel like dramas are just not, for me, like, they're not, they don't stick out very much. No, they don't. Like, whenever I see a a drama for a trailer, the instant I see it, I'm just like, I don't want to ever watch that. And if I do watch that, like, it... It's one of those movies that I feel as though I, I'm like I, I'm into that. I, I'll watch that eventually. But there's like what was it? That one movie with uh, James Garner, the the Notebook or whatever. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing pra- tra- trailers for it. I'm like that looks good. I'll see it. I don't. I'm not going to run out and see it. I'm not going to run out to the library and borrow it. I'm not going to scroll through Netflix to see if it's available for free. But eventually, one of these days before I die, I will watch The Notebook. It's kind of ironic. I mean, in my mind, what I'm thinking is ironic because it's kind of like the movie Bucket List because it's like, this is a drama. You don't need to watch it, but it's on your bucket list to watch. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah, I get it. And then, but then I thought for a second because I was like, oh, but Brett really likes the Titanic and that's a drama. But then I was like, historical fiction's a little, a historical drama, I mean, it's a little different. Yes, because uh, what was it? War Horse, fantastic oh, yeah. historical mm-hmm. drama. Uh, what is that one movie that, 1912? Yeah. Is that, that what it's called? That's a good one, yeah. That's a fantastic movie. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. But that might be in more action. No, I don't know. Those are hard. The it's hard, hard because it's it's there's action scenes and you know in dramas there I mean you could also classify I mean a lot of people have now moved it to classic but uh, you could classify The Godfather as a drama because it's yeah. majority drama but there's some massively good action scenes mm-hmm. in it yeah all right and Criddle you said greatest beer run ever right yeah alrighty I haven't seen it but I'll trust you <laughs> thank you. All right, next category that has a ton of nominees, I'll just list off the nominees, is action. We got The Batman, Bullet Train, Black Adam, Uncharted, um, The Adam Project, Top Gun Maverick, The Gray Man, Black Panther, everything all at once. All right, so first of all, there's quite a few of these I have not seen, and Start off with everything all at once. I don't know what that is. I I had never heard of it. It was recommended by by a couple of friends that I work with. It is it's looks to be like the one. Oh really? Very similar to the one. Um, I enjoyed the one. That but, is a movie that I'm pretty sure doesn't nobody cares for, but I enjoyed it. But it's one of those things where this one lady who is, you know, very into martial arts or whatever. She's been in so many martial arts movies or whatever. And she basically is kind of like falling through different realities in a sense. And it's happening, like, but it's all happening to her all at once. She's like, you know, a poor, like lady in one and another one she is you know trying to fight some sort of grandmaster most of it seems to be like very martial arts fighting uh storylines so it that, looks trippy I, 
I, I, I threw it in there because I do think it should be something that is on people's list to watch. I haven't watched it yet, but I think that it deserves to be acknowledged. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it looks trippy when you, when you see the trailer. It, I mean, you could watch the trailer and go, uh, what's going on? It doesn't give away everything. It just more like, it's, it's like a trippier Doctor Strange. Okay. All right, well, um, let's see. The next one here, I'm going backwards. Black Panther. Brett, I know you've seen <laughs> that. Yeah, pass. I- <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot who it was. I swear somebody told me that was one of the better Marvel movies. And I was like, really? Mm, that's, that's interesting. Like, <laughs> if, if you're in for slow, then <laughs> Black Panther 2 is perfect for you. <laughs> um, then next we got um, Gray Man, which I've been told by numerous people to watch, but I haven't yet. Anybody watch it yet? No, that's on Netflix, Netflix right? Yeah. Netflix, right? Yeah. Haven't seen it. Sorry, we can't represent Gray Man. Top Gun Maverick. I've seen that. I have not seen that, but I own it. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to get around to watching it. As The same with the first Top Gun. I'm yeah. <laughs> going to get around to watching it one of these days. Me too. I've, I've said ever since I watched Top Gun Maverick uh, that I need to watch number one one of these days. All right, next one, Adam Project. I thought that was a big surprise on Netflix. Yeah, I, you saw I it? really enjoyed it. Yeah. What is it about? It's about this guy who is from the future. And he travels back in time and uh, ends up crossing paths with his younger self. And he's trying to find a find his find, first off find a way back to the future. Also, um, he's looking for his wife. Is that Ryan Reynolds? It's Ryan Reynolds. Okay, hmm. that sounds good. It was a surprise. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a good family movie. Um, it's not he, Ryan Reynolds isn't a hundred percent like you know Ryan Reynolds. He tones it down yeah. a little bit. Uh huh. Because um, it's it is more of a family style movie mm-hmm. but i really enjoyed it it's kind of a surprise for 2022 we just kind of watched it randomly on netflix it's on my list to watch that's for sure all right the next one is uncharted which oh I uncharted see is really good like I, the best way i can describe uncharted and i didn't play any of the video games but i would say it's basically a hybrid of indiana jones and tomb raider mm, that's a good hybrid there. it looks good I, the trailers always intrigued me and i want to see it yeah i had a friend that played the video games and so and he told me how how greatly they were hailed as one of the greatest games so i imagine the movies you know, they have a, a good story to go off of I mean, mark Wahlberg, tom holland oh yeah next one is black adam I enjoyed that. Uh, that that is one of those turn your brain off and just <laughs> watch superheroes beat the crap out of superheroes and enjoy the end of the DC universe. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one's Bullet Train, which I haven't seen, but I want to. Oh man, I was so I was this close to just buying it on iTunes because I'm like I've heard so many good things about it, and I was like, okay, no. Because last time... It's on Netflix right now. I know. Okay. So but, so last time, I basically was just like waiting and waiting and waiting. It was with Free Guy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, no, I'm going to wait for this. I'm, I'm not going to go out and buy this. I'm just going to wait for it. It's going to be available soon. I know it is. 
And then I just was like, you know what? $9.99, I'm just going to buy it. So I bought it. Two days later, I'm like flipping through either HBO Max or Netflix, and it's there. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> could have saved me 10 bucks. And so I was about ready to buy it. I'm like, no. So I go onto my phone, and I just start like looking up future releases on Netflix. And as I was going through it, it was like Bullet Train coming out in two days. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I've just saved myself $10. There you Excellent. Go. I love Bullet Train. Oh, really? It is. It is. Is, is so... Brad Pitt funny in it? Like, because he looks like he's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. He plays, like, I think he really makes the movie. Like, he's supposed to be on this train. And I'll tell you, the beauty of this is the massive storytelling. I've liked, I, I liked, and I don't know where you stand on it, but I like the movie Snatch. And I, li- right. and I like all the stories surrounding it. I find that Bullet Train is like Snatch, except mm. 10 times funnier. <laughs> hmm. That's good. I'll, I'll, with that recommendation, I'm going to be watching it soon. I want to see it too. Now, and then the final nomination, The Batman, ah. which we've all seen, right? Yes. I'll say what I said before. The Batman, uh, what's his name playing Batman? Fantastic job. Him playing Bruce Wayne, not so fantastic. But then I really like Colin Farrell as the Penguin. That mm-hmm. surpri- I think I told you last time that I watched half of the movie, and I'm like, wait a minute, isn't Colin Farrell supposed to be in this movie? And I'm like, who's he supposed to be? <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's right, he's the Penguin. No. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I thought... Um, the take, the spin on Riddler was fantastic as well. Yeah. No, that's good. And then, you know, they're teasing the the Joker, even though I think they're like uh, whoever's d- directing it actually has another Bat villain um, actually kind of sorted out for the next movie. Because he, he doesn't want to have super powered uh, super villains. He does not want to have like Clayface and stuff like that. He wants to have like your. Riddler. He wants to have your penguin. He, like, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if he like would like to have Bane in existence in this universe. See, mm-hmm. and then the interesting thing is, I think when I was prepping this list or something, um, I thought that I saw that Penguin's gonna have a spinoff. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, did I make that up? Nope. That'll be cool because I, I, um, if you've ever watched the show, oh man. Gotham. I like the stories of everything that happens in Gotham City. <laughs> it's just a great, like from the the mobs or the mafia or whatever you want to call it, all the different families. All that's just fantastic. And so if they're going after the Penguin, which in Gotham, Penguin is kind of centralized, is a central unit to a lot of the, the mafia. Like I can just, that'd be great. I think those stories are sometimes just as good as a Batman story. Yeah. All right, Nomin. I mean, vote time to see who wins. Some of these, I've only seen two. I'm sad. This is what happens when you have kids. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bullet Train. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I was kind of... Your, your enthusiasm for two of them have definitely... Because I'm not going to vote Top Gun. That's That's clear because... I just Top Gun's a great 
is a good action movie, but it's not anything I'm dying to watch again. That's for sure. Batman, it's good, but once again, I'm not really dying to watch it again. Um, from the sound of these things, there's a lot of them I'm, I'm excited to watch. But the ones I'm excited to mo- watch the most is Bullet Train and Uncharted. And so I'm probably leaning one of those ways. I'm kind of leaning towards Bullet Train, but I will say that I think the Batman might be the best comic book movie of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. If we're doing comic book movie of the year, because, yeah. I, but if you ask me, there probably wasn't too much of a... No. But, I mean, you think Marvel would bring it, especially with their track record, and it's just been going downhill. Did we do we leave off of didn't Spider Man come out this year? No, that came no, out last, last year. year. Oh, okay. Did December. it come out like Christmas last year or something? Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm surprised we didn't put that in there. But okay, yes. With Spider Man, because I will s- I'm not the biggest Spider Man fan, and I don't like particularly care for the new Spider Man series. That one probably would have maybe edged out Batman. Oh yeah. I but Spider Man, that was probably one of the uh, sadly, I'm like, can you classify that as part of Phase Four because it's Sony? It's also it is Marvel, but most of the stuff that was done came from the Sony universe. So, like, could you fully give that as part of Phase Four? Uh, kind of an intriguing yeah. question. Yeah. Disney needs to buy Spider-Man outright. All right, well. I am excited for probably the most bullet train. So I'm going to cast my vote that way. Bullet train. All right. And sci-fi fantasy. So we have Avatar, Slumberland, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, and Moonfall. Starting with Moonfall, I don't even know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I was told not to watch it. <laughs> um, I saw. I think it's available on HBO Max. I was watching the trailer. I'm like, this is stupid. Like the the moon is some sort of sentient has, it has a, two and a half stars. At some, IMDb. yeah, it has, has some sort of like sentient AI on it or something like that. And they're trying to get the systems up. It's gonna like fall onto Earth, basically. You know, you know, basically. It gives you the synopsis of the story in its title, kind of like face mm-hmm. off. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Is somebody doing a face off? Uh, I, sadly, I, I, I don't know what Slumberland is. Like, Slumberland is something that I think is going to be either be mediocre or bomb. Mm-hmm. But it is uh, Jason Momoa. Is like this. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, I do want to see that. I think I my prediction is meteor mediocrity. I mean, if it hits out of the park, I would say. Let me. I'm just curious what the what the reviews are. Because I will tell you, I'm. I don't know if either of you've seen the Avatar two trailer. I think that movie looks like it's awful. I just wasn't a fan of Avatar one, so. I don't really care to see Avatar 2. So there, there's my bias right there. Back to Slumberland real quick. 6.7 on IMB, IMB, IMDB. Wow, I can't talk. A Rotten Tomatoes, 38%. So, yeah. I, I listened to a podcast yesterday with James Cameron talking about Avatar 2. Uh-huh. And, I mean, they from what I keep hearing, they say it takes you back to Pandora. Um, it gives you that immersive experience. But it's not one that I'm like wanting to see mm-hmm. 
I mean, I might I might watch it once just to see. I say I watched it, but when it comes out, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I, the only one I've seen on this list is The Secrets of Dumbledore, and I thought that was not good. And I even put it on the one of the worst of the year. Yeah, I Ooh. I di- I didn't like the first Fantastic Beast, and that's when I got off the train. There, it was like I'm not spending more of my time with Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm gonna put my vote for Slumberland. <laughs> it's kind of looking that way, isn't it? Because like I'm not excited for Avatar. Uh, I'm just curious, what is Avatar their reviews getting and all that? Just... I, I've heard they're mixed. You either love it or you hate it. E- either you're it's an 8.1 on IMDb and a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that would suggest it's a good one. Although I am not the normal person, so I still don't want to cast my vote with the with the majority no like if what did you say it was on I, imdb imdb is 8.1 so if it was 8.1 on imdb and it got like a 40 percent on rotten tomatoes i think that would be my wheelhouse <laughs> <laughs> yep i hear you there so i'm casting my vote and i'm gonna put bullet train on there again so <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute whoa 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 we can put bullet train on sci-fi and fantasy <laughs> Brett, you've seen it. Just because I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there like, you know, you, you there is the, the whole have to, you know, the ability to pull out disbelief for Bullet Train. But, oh, man. Then since you said that, I will tell you, I will tease this for you. Tangerine. That's Tangerine. all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm almost looking for another movie to vote for because i don't like these movies i'm putting bullet train on that list too it's gonna win two categories <laughs> Should, shouldn't jurassic world be in there too not that i'm gonna vote for it but i mean if we're talking sci-fi it's more sci-fi than yeah. probably a it, horror i'd say it's more fantasy is this year not sci-fi? a very sci-fi fantasy movie oriented year no it must not i'm looking been. at all these movies that are on lists here for sci-fi and fantasy and i'm like nope eh. Not worth it. Not good. Uh, yeah. Even their lists are short. Unless I've completely... Yeah, I don't really care for any of the nominations, so I'm going with Bullet Train. Um, because Criddle talked me into it, I'm going Bullet Train. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. All right, Bullet Train wins again. Okay. Uh, comedy. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Hocus Pocus 2, and Bullet Train. <laughs> Bullet Train. Yes, let's put, put Bullet Train on there. Is uh, Bullet Train <laughs> funny enough to be considered a comedy? I think so. <laughs> Again, uh, Tangerine. <laughs> um, I'm looking at through anything else that we could possibly... I mean, the only thing I'm seeing on here would be... Uh, what is that? That Sandra Bullock, uh, Lost City with Channing Tatum. I guess that would either be like a chick flick drama and or a comedy. I'm also seeing Chippendale. Oh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. That was that was fantastic. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're grown adults going. Yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It was, was it was just so nostalgic. It they, was. they hit all the beats, and then just that Sonic in there was great. I love I love <laughs> Ugly Sonic. Ugly oh my Sonic. word! Oh, Ugly Sonic was the best. I'm not gonna lie. 
Yeah, I'm looking through once again everybody else's list. What the heck? This guy has a finger up a dead body's nose. So bullet train for the win. <laughs> bullet train comes back for another one. Man, this episode of ours is going to suck. People are like, oh, man. We just put it in the title. Bullet train wins everything. Wins best drama. Ben. Best TV series, <laughs> magically. <laughs> oh, man. Man, a lot of these... Have you guys seen the new see, the Knives any, Out one? No, I'm, uh, but now I'm thinking... I want to see it, and it looks fantastic. Is there any musical p- aspects of Bullet Train? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stretch. He's <laughs> <laughs> just singing Roll while he's credits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah. As far as any other list I can possibly pull up here, I can't find anything that's not artsy fartsy, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, I see the one Sandra Bullock when you've mentioned yeah. Lost City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put it on the list. It's worth noting, that's for sure. Um, have anybody else seen it besides me? No. The Lost City? No. Yeah. It's funny. It's on Prime, I think, right now for free. It's on something else, too, because yeah, I don't get on Prime very often. Prime angers me. <laughs> Uh, I I liked Prime, and then they did an update to their app, and it is frustrating me. Yeah, that's is it is it the fact that like you can't distinguish? It's difficult to distinguish what's free and what's not free. Yes, yes, that is what frustrates me. E, yeah, that that is a frustration. So, oh, Violent Nights on this list for comedy. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop looking at these uh, possible best comedies because I am coming up with nothing new. It's just, oh, I guess Spirited could be considered a comedy, right? I mean, it is a comedy. Yeah. So, just throwing everything in multiple categories here. So we Let's have. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cast my vote, and it's gonna be for the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's a good one. I. That's a really good one. I, I might think... I might go for Thor four just because it it got a lot of hate, but I I enjoyed it. I I do I do like those. You know everything on this list. So Thor: Love and Thunder, unbe- unbearable weight of massive talent. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus two, uh, so I'm a little hesitant to say I recommend it. Chippendale Rescue Rangers recommend. Lost City. It's like a m- typical Sandra Bullock recommendation. Like. You know what you're gonna get, and like in her comedies, it's like Miss um, Congeniality. It's that level, so just expect that. And Spirited, I recommend. Yeah, so all these know. comedies, comedies are fantastic. I wish they made more of them. Oh gosh, I'm going to pick Bullet, gonna... Bullet Train. <laughs> Bullet Train comes around again. No, <laughs> it's either Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent or Chippendale, and I'm going Chippendale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Chippendale. Oh, uh, just because Chippendale made me laugh so much. <laughs> Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is hilarious, but Chippendale has just made me laugh. So, so we have a three-way tie for comedy. <laughs> exactly. All right, musical. Well, this should be easy. <laughs> we only have Spirited on here. Bullet Train wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. Spirited was fantastic. I don't even want to consider. I don't even want to look any other lists on here of no. musicals that came out this year. Spirited was. I think West Side Story came out this year. I'm still <laughs> don't care. Spirited though was just such a big surprise, and I love the perspective of the ghost uh, and and just like they they make it like a huge production from the ghost perspective, like how yes. much time and energy and you know they how they can cut scenes just on the spot yeah. with people it was so good yeah according to this list they threw the elvis kind of docu oh yeah bi- biopic or whatever on there 
I really enjoyed that. That uh, oh, you watched it? Oh yeah, it, I was I was very impressed. It makes me, you know, it makes Elvis so sympathetic. I mean, granted, it is probably skewed a certain way, and possibly they make the Tom Hanks character diabolical and evil. And you know, Elvis had was you know there was no fault of his own. He was just some sort of you know bumpkin who just agreed with everything which could be i i think a, a more like delved into elvis's life i think would be fantastic fantasy or fantastic it's rare that you see an evil tom hanks yeah do they ever go into the fact like do they go into his whole life yeah they, they basically pick it up where from when he is like a teenager yeah. all the way to his death do they ever get into the weirdness of him and his like young bride yes oh really yep Oh, that'll be interesting to watch then. Because, yeah, I've always wanted to uh, learn more about why. <laughs> uh, especially because, you know, she she's she's one of my favorite, in one of my favorite comedies. Yeah. She's in the, the Naked Gun series. All right. Uh, the only other ones I'm seeing in here is Cyrano, which I have no desire of watching. And then there's Bowie. Bowie. Oh, did Bowie came out? I never even knew Bowie came out with a movie this year. Obviously, he didn't. But Yeah, it's, uh, it came out. It looks... I don't know when it came out, but it came out in 2022. I don't know. I a, a lot of people really like David Bowie. I, I'm glad for those people. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just ready to cast my vote. Um... I am going to vote for No Surprising Spirited. I will agree with that, Spirited. And I'm just going to go with Elvis. Nobody voted for, oh, but I don't think that came out this year, Cats. Why is it on this list? <laughs> oh, it's 2022 and 2021. All right. Mystery. Knives Out 2, Death on the Nile. See how they run. I don't know. See how they run. Don't watch it. It. Okay. I. I. I thought it was. I swear we saw that as a stage play uh, at Hale Theater when we uh. were much younger, and I remember like, oh, I think I. I like this movie. Oh, they. They are this play. I, I think I'll like it as a movie because now they can like have like a more open world. Mm -hmm. If it was supposed to be comedic, it fell. Yeah. It completely missed. It says comedy mystery. Yeah, it completely missed uh, to me personally on the comedy. It was super dry, which, granted, I appreciate some dry humor and dark comedy. It had some dark comedy, but the humor was... I, maybe I'm just not that dry of a person. It just didn't land. I threw that on there just to, to not recommend it to watching it. Hmm. <laughs> I, I put Knives Out 2 on the list. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen trailers, and I thoroughly enjoyed the first Knives Out. Yeah, I enjoyed it, And too. I am super excited to watch the second one. I want to see it over my break and enjoy that. I'm just curious here, looking at like ratings in here, if Knives Out 2, obviously, is anywhere in the realm of Knives Out 1 with ratings. So Knives Out 2 as an 8 out of 10 for IMDb, 81% on Metacritic, and 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going wow. with that. Knives Out. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> I want to see what Knives Out 1 now is in comparison. I think it's he's just a well-written character, and I like the detective. Okay. No, I want normal. 
It won't, it won't quit showing me Knives Out 2 stuff. So I'll just look at IMDb then. Uh, 7.9, so technically it's a little bit less. It's just a little bit. Well, I mean, some most sequels aren't don't always live up to the No, no, original. no. I looked at oh. reverse order. Oh, reverse order. Okay. Yeah, I did number two first and number one. So number two's better. By by point one, according to wow. IMDb. I hope so, because I, I I don't want to be that person, but I found Knives Out overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Especially depending on when you came in. Like, did you ride that's the problem with the uh, hype. Is if you wait too long, there's this there's a certain area in time where if you've been told too many times that the movie's great and then you go see it during that time. I, I yeah, I like to call it, at least for me, the something about Mary effect. <laughs> I, I, I only I got onto it because I love the who done it effect and I, I like that it wasn't straightforward. I think I watched it before anybody had told me about it. Yes. So nobody ruined it, but yeah, definitely if you are telling somebody how great it is and like Ant-Man for me was that people told me forever how great it was. And I was I watched it during kind of like the cusp of people still telling me how great it was. And I watched it. It was all right. See, and I'm, I'm curious if that's why I liked Guardians of the Galaxy so much, because I went in. I didn't I, I was went in not hyped to see Ant-Man at all. Uh-huh. And I didn't like it at all. So I was just like, okay, that's good. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, oh, this is going to be crap, just like Ant-Man or something like that. And I watched it. I'm like, oh, maybe my, was my, exp- was it really that good? Or was my expectation so low that anything would have made it great? That's why some of these popular movies, in my opinion, you have to watch them twice because you have to let the, the hype disappear you know what you're going to get. And then the next time you watch it, like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I was told it wasn't that great. I went in there thinking it wasn't as great. It wasn't that great to my perspective. I watched it again. I'm like, oh, it was better than I when I originally watched it. See, I like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 more than I like the first one. Because hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, spends too much time setting up every single character, where in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it just starts. It just goes, yeah. Yeah. I like the beginning of Guardian Galaxy 2 a lot. It's oh, my yeah. my favorite, the fight with, uh, are they playing uh, Blue Sky or yep. whatever it's called? Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good start. All right, back to our thing. So I'm going to go Knives Out 2. I will go Knives Out 2, hoping that I enjoy it. Yes. Same. I'm just curious, Brett. You haven't mentioned Death on the Nile, because I know you didn't it's, like the first one. It's a good... I actually... No, I've... Ooh, there is one movie that makes me so mad, <laughs> so mad. Like, whenever somebody just says, hey, what are your thoughts on the murder, murder on the Orient Express? All I, I, blind rage. <laughs> oh, I. Flames. Except from Flames. the side of my face. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Oh, I hate that movie so much. I hate that book so much. <laughs> because you invest so much and you want to know who did it. And then again, sorry for if I'm spoiling for this for you. Scrub ahead a couple seconds or whatever. But uh, everybody did it. Everybody but the person who died, <laughs> and uh, the and the so enraging. Yeah. And maybe like what was I? We've been rewatching Alice in Borderlands because when we get done taping this. I'm gonna go home and start watching Alice in Borderland <laughs> two, and I oh you start rewatch the first season oh yeah no, nice. oh yeah that's commitment there and I was uh, so I was rewatching it uh, the um, uh, the witch game 
where they're trying to find out who murdered this person. And maybe it was because I have, I have this massive hatred for murder on the Orient Express, but I'm like, I know who did it. Like I knew who did it before that game (laughs) started. And when I, and I'm like, it's because it like who did it is the exact reverse of murder on the Orient Express. (laughs) Funny. All right. Um, Next category, sports. We got hustle and home team. I don't know what home team is. So home team is on Netflix. Uh, it's a Netflix movie. I've heard good things about that. Yeah, it's about uh, Pey- Peyton, Sean Peyton, um, who was suspended from coaching the Saints or something. And, um, from, or he was suspended, and so he went back to his hometown and he started coaching his son's, his 12-year-old son's uh, Pop Warner League uh, team. So is this a comedy? Because I'm looking at the name. Yes. Because I was like seeing Com- Kevin James, Rob Schneider, even Adam Sandler's wife is starring in it. <laughs> yeah. It, I thought it was really good. Kevin James is in it. Yeah. He, it was a... It's a happy Madison production. Yeah. It was a, I think it was a good family movie. Hmm. Good sports movie. I have to watch it. I've like seen Kevin that one. James. But I haven't seen Hustle, but I really want to see Hustle. Hustle's fantastic. That's all I'll say about that. And so I'm casting my vote, Hustle. <laughs> I, I haven't seen Hustle, but I'll, I'm going to cast my vote for that one because I, I, in uh, in this case, in Adam Sandler, I trust. And That's funny. Both these sports movies have Adam Sandler tied to it. Yeah. That's funny. Good thing. I'm going to vote for Home Team because I not just to be, I'm not that guy. Yeah, but you You're that yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. But... As you were talking about it, I'm like, oh, this is why people tell me I need to watch it because it's, you know, it sounds like it's comedy, but it also sounds like it could be like a feel good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good one for the holidays. And, it's, you know, if you really like if you're like football and football, are you voting? Which one you vote? I'm going to do. I'm going to go hustle. OK. All right. Worst of 2022. <laughs> well, it should be. Oh, before yeah, we animated. go. Let's go. To let's go to animated. Yeah, animated. Animated had a lot of. um Things in there, and sadly, I've watched all but one: uh, Turning Red, Lightyear, The Bad Guys, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Light. Oh, Lightyear's on here twice. That's <laughs> Minions, uh, The Rise of Gru, DC League of Super Pets. The only one I haven't seen is Minions. DC League of Super Pets. I imagine I know which way Brett's going on this. <laughs> I. F- I feel there's there's two options I feel like Brett could go for. Uh, <laughs> uh, Criddle, let's see. I'm trying to get into your mind. I think so. This helps. I've seen Lightyear, I've seen Chippendale, and I've seen the DC League of Super Pets. Okay, I think I know which one Criddle's going for. Okay, if he knows, then I'm going with that. <laughs> if he knows, I'm going with that. Because uh, you don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say Turning Red was an interesting movie. Um, I don't really care to watch it. I've seen it a couple times already with my it's, kids. It's not It's not up to the same par level, I think, as Pixar. Mm-hmm. I feel like Pixar is kind of going downhill a little bit. Because Disney's getting their hand in the cookie jar too much. They just need to have... Di- I mean, they do have Disney's like animated studio, and, they, and then they have Pixar, and they need to keep them separate. Yes. Um, Lightyear... It was all right. Uh, I honestly, I can't give a full vote for it. I mean, I like a vouch for it or anything because I fell asleep during it. I could have, I could have honestly not 
had the movie at all. Yeah. The bad guys is funny, but it's like, it's not anything great. But it is like something that adults can watch with their kids and be entertained by. Chip and Dale, I've already given my thoughts on that. Minions, The Rise of Gru. Brett, you saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and DC League of Super Pets was way better than I thought it was going to be. Come on, Chris Rock or Chris? Uh, not what? Who am I thinking? Dwayne. Dwayne and Dwayne Johnson. Uh, Hart. Yeah, sorry. I, for some reason, I said Chris Rock, and I was thinking Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Always Hart. a great duo oh, yeah. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, bolt, I, I, bolt train for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have any animated parts in that? Um, I'm gonna go with. And I'm going to be curious if this is one that Jeremy was thinking I was going. Minions, The Rise of Gru. Yep. That's 100% what I thought. I I thought there's a slight chance Chippendale, but I thought Minions, The Rise of Gru. As I was watching Minions, the entire time it was playing, just massive smile on my face. Mm. It was so, so enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I definitely need to. Is it on anything yet, streaming-wise? I don't know. just came out, so probably not. Okay. I Surprise, surprise, I'm going with Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers again. And which one do you think I'm going with? I think you're going with either Chip and Dale's. I'd lean towards Chip and Dale's. Yep, that's what okay. I'm going with. <laughs> Ugly Sonic. For <laughs> Ugly the win. Sonic. All right. Uh, let's do best movie trailer, actually, because <laughs> I'm surprised. Krill, you put that on there. Yeah, just <laughs> for fun. Just things to look forward to in 2023. All right. Oppenheimer, Indiana Jones 5, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Mario Brothers, Mission Impossible 7, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Honestly, I don't think I've seen the trailer for any of these. I want Shazam <laughs> too. Yes. I, you know, I, I used to be the person that watched the trailer the day of. I still remember when, yes, I, I, I know how this sounds. Like, I was waiting for Matrix 3 trailer to drop. They had a countdown on their website. I remember that. And I was waiting for that to count down, and finally I watched it because I was still you know, on the curtails of Matrix 1, which is, was great. Matrix 2, every time it, when they made a Matrix, it went downhill. Um, but I used to be that guy, and now I'm not. Uh, so, I yeah, I haven't seen the trailer for any of these. And Guardians of the Galaxy already has a trailer out, huh? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen the trailer for Oppenheimer. I've started watching the trailer for Indiana Jones 5, and then I stopped watching it. <laughs> uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I've seen. Mario Brothers, I've seen. I've not seen Mission Impossible 7. Spider-Man Across the Multiverse, I've seen because like YouTube keeps telling me, have you seen this yet? <laughs> Like it constantly is like throwing it at me. It knows. It knows. <laughs> and then Shazam two, like, of course I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen all of these. Um, Oppenheimer, uh, I, it's just in Christopher Nolan style. If you're a fan of his, like I am, it it tells you you know uh, enough about what's going to happen. But I mean, this is obviously based on history. Um, but I, I just I'm a big fan of his, and I'm I'm very curious to see his take on this particular um, piece of history. Um, Indiana Jones Five really tugs at the uh, um, nostalgia for me. Um, I'm hoping it's better than there was a supposed fourth one. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, there's rumor to be. But there's rumor. It's, uh, it's so weird about that because there was supposed to be a third Austin Powers. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I'm curious to see how this particular take. It's a um, from the director of uh, Logan, so James Mangold. So I'm very curious to see his take on the character and which direction they take it. Guardians of the Galaxy three. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. The second one, not as much, but I still really enjoyed it. And I'm really curious to see how they take number three. Um, and I, you know, it's going to be James Gunn's last, I think, Marvel project. That's right, um, taking over DC. Yeah, taking over he's DC. Becoming like a like a, a high wig person. Uh-huh. In oh DC. yeah, it's going to be his DC universe. Yeah, and then um, Mario Brothers really tugs at the nostalgia. I, lied. I have seen Mario Brothers. I was thinking it was a, a lot like a live action one. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, it's yeah. it's the cartoon one. And my my kids are thoroughly excited to see it. They I don't think I've ever heard them memorize a trailer more than anything they else. Memorized it. That's they memorized it, and funny. they're very excited for it. And so it's it's. It looks really good. There looks like they're pulling a lot of punches in it, which looks like it might be something worth seeing in the theater. Um, Mission Impossible Seven. I feel like the Mission Impossible series has gone uphill since Ghost Protocol. Um, you think it's still been going uphill? I think so. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie working together. Uh, I feel like they connect really well. Um, and number seven looks good. I think it was good, and then I did not particularly care for the one with Henry Cavill. In the it. Fallout, because it, the instant he yeah, walked, really. the instant he walked on screen, I'm like, you're the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did that. They purposely did that just because they didn't want um, him to come off as like the the, the replacement. The, yeah, the replacement, or they they didn't want them it to be like the buddy buddy. Um, uh, uh, mission like they were going to work together um and be you know friends mm-hmm. and so they they purposely made him come out as the villain and at the time he was having a lot of issues with superman and on warner brothers mm-hmm. and so they 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 made him they they wanted it to be out there that he's the villain um and so i'm hoping that this continues upward just with the mission series the if you haven't seen the trailer go see it, it doesn't give away very much um but I'm excited for that. And it's actually going to be a two-parter. Seven is like split into two. Wow. And then Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I really enjoyed the first Spider- Spider-Man um, Into the Spider-Verse. And this one looks like it's it's going to be even crazier, which I'm really excited for. And Shazam 2. I haven't seen that trailer in a long time, but I, I enjoyed the first Shazam. And so, well, why not? I'm just going to cast my vote for the one I'm more most excited <laughs> for. And that's Guardians. No. Yep. Does um, anybody know who the bad guy is in Guardians? Because I don't really. Um, no, but I believe it needs to be Adam Warlock. If you ask I, me, actually, I believe Adam. He's Warlock, in it. He is in it. I'm not sure if he's the he's the villain, but uh, he is in it because they, yeah, they did a nod to him in no, sh- end of number two. They show him okay. in the trailer because oh, the uh, uh, you know the redhead from uh, we are the Carrot Millers. Top? Just <laughs> what we are the Millers? We are the. I love that. Redhead so, from We Are the Millers. We Are the Millers. He was also in uh, the like, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Don't know what that he, is. Did you ever see the Netflix that Black Mirror episode that is the Choose Your Own Adventure? Choose Your Own Adventure. I mean, I've seen every Black Mirror. I don't think you've seen the Choose Your Own Adventure. Uh, Black oh Mirror. yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. I that one for I forgot because you have to watch it on your computer. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Uh, is this the guy that's on? Um, is he? Uh, never mind. There's another Black Mirror where he, there's a guy who's a robot. No, no. Th- this guy is one of the guy. He is the guy that created like the some Atari thing or something like that, and he ends up getting murdered or something like that in that Black Mirror. I think he gets murdered. I can't remember. I can't remember that. One. But Will, uh, Will Poulter. Yeah, Will Poulter. He has gotten super jacked for the role. Like, Poulter, he man, no he longer looks, so... looks oh. like the actor that he was. I didn't realize he was a redhead. <laughs> I think that was the problem. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of the boys on um, We Are the Millers, right? The kids. Uh-huh. I don't know how I feel about that, being him. But for my kids' sake, I'll, I'll put my vote in for Mario Brothers. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm gonna go for Shazam too. I'm the if, if we're just going on what we're most excited for, that's what I'm most excited for. All right, let's move to, um, let's yeah, let's end it with worst of 2022. So let's move on to best actor. So out of all these movies or any movie that you can possibly think of, who do you think is even worthy? Because I mean, like I've mentioned, Batman from I don't even remember his name ever. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, yeah. Not really in my running. Greatest beer run ever, ever Zach Efron. He's in the running. Um, what else is there? David Harborough for Violent Night. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, Brad Pitt Brad for Pitt, Bullet, Bullet Train. Train. Yep, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I, I would even say what's a Tom Holland for Uncharted. Okay. Really, Tom Holland is the one that really steals it versus Mark Wahlberg, because I don't know. I mean, what was it? I've heard rumors that you know they wanted to make this movie years ago when Mark Wahlberg was younger and actually have Mark Wahlberg in the Tom Holland mm-hmm. character. But uh, yeah, I, I found... I, I enjoyed Tom Holland, and but I think best actor out of all the movies that we've listed off for 2022, I think it has to go to Brad Pitt. He <laughs> makes it so good. You are rooting for him, and like when bad stuff happens to him, you're like, oh, man, why did he get punched in the face like that? I, I bet she didn't deserve that. I'm going with that. <laughs> Honorable mentions for me before I, I give out mine. I want to say Nicolas Cage did fantastic and with Unbearable Way to Master Talent. Also, the guy who plays, um, uh, what is it called? Mandalorian. I don't know his name. Oh, yeah. But he's pa- also Pedro Pascal. Yeah. That's in an Unbearable Way to Master Talent. Both did a great job in that. Uh, but obviously, Nicolas Cage would get the, the lead actor there. Um, and then the other one, I will give a nod to Adam Sandler in The Hustle because this is probably one of the few, if not only, serious movies that he's done that I've actually appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a bad track record with Adam Sandler's serious movies. Yes. I mean, I, I definitely have gone out of my way not to watch a couple of them just because I was all in. I put all my chips in on Adam Sandler at a young age. And so I watched Punch Drunk Love and I was like, oh my gosh, I just wasted an hour, two hours of my life. And that was because it was just a horrible movie. Um, I've watched a couple others. I haven't watched Spanglish though. I'll also throw in a nod for uh, Will Ferrell and Spirited. Yeah, I thought about throwing uh, Spirited and Will Ferrell's in there because, yeah, he he definitely would be the one to give it to in there. Like, he's not 100% Will Ferrell. Like, he no. tones it down. No, he definitely, um, <clears throat> the director definitely 
held him back from going full well. Yes. I think sometimes he really needs that. He does. He does. Absolutely needs that. I will put a plug in for the main actress in the Everything Everywhere All at Once, the Michelle Yin or Yon. Uh-huh. Like, it's one of those things where when you watch the trailer, you're like, I've seen her in places before. And then, but you're like, eh, I don't think she's that big, but she looks pretty good. And, and then you click on her IMDb and you see all the movies. You're like, oh, that was her? Oh, she was in that also? And it's just like, she, yeah, I think she actually is a good actress. And <laughs> I, I want to, even though I haven't seen it, I do want to see it. And I've heard great things that she basically makes the movie. So I want to throw that out there too. All right. And one more throw out for best actor. And that was, and yes, I'm bypassing the main actor. Christian Bell in Thunder, Love and Thunder. I appreciated him in that. I thought he did a great job. But I'm going with Bullet Train also with uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. Bullet Train for the win. I'm going to really have to watch this movie. <laughs> 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 and then next week I'll be like, never mind, undo, undo. Now, do you think this would be a good New Year's Eve movie? Yeah, I think so. All right. All right. There we go. All right. Best Actress. Um. So you threw in yet or what? Michelle Yun. Michelle Yun. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of other females. I mean, I don't want to say Love and Thunder because I do not appreciate what's her name. Um, what is her name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, yes. I did at one time appreciate her. Uh, there's a lot of these movies that don't really have... I mean, we, we cut out a lot of them by not really having a big list of dramas. It's true. I'll throw in Octavia Spencer for Spirited. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of who the female was in that, and I'm like, uh, I can't think of anybody, but... Uh, the voice actress for uh, Gadget. <laughs> uh, man, there's just not a lot of females in these movies. And obviously, I haven't seen Knives Out too. I'm sure there is in that movie. Death in the I mean, Nile. Zoe Saldana, Avatar Two. Death in the, on the Nile. Has Death on the Nile has Gail Godot. Lost City has Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. with, but I'm not really going to give it to her. Uh, Does Top Gun Maverick have anybody? It has a girl from the original, but, oh, okay. but she's not in it very much. Um. I mean, she's in it. It doesn't seem out. I lie. She's in bed. What about crowd ads? What about uh, she? She's good. It's, I mean, whenever I because before I went to go see that, I checked out who the actress is, and you know, I will tell you, there's so many English actors and actresses that are taking American roles, and so I go in knowing that she's from England. And she's supposed to be playing like a Southern Louisiana girl. And I'm like, I'm waiting for her to like mess up on her accent. <laughs> and, you know, I will tell you, she did a pretty good job of it. But uh, what about the lead from Black Panther 2? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, is it the, is, who's the lead in that? Cause I haven't seen it. Is Let, it the girl uh, or is it the Letitia Wright? Yeah. It's so it's the Letitia, girl. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see that actually being the case here my bad there Letitia Wright okay yep I'm gonna just cast my vote there Letitia Wright yeah all right sounds good to me or I mean but then the girl from everything everywhere at once looks like she goes through a world of 
Yeah. I'll go with her. Yeah, I'm going to go with the girl from Everything Everywhere All at Once. I also will take away my vote and give it to her. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can do that in the normies. Yes. Because it's a normal thing to do. Yeah. That's is normal. But mm-hmm. bullet train for the win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All well, of is these. that a <laughs> is that a teaser for uh let's see. Uh oh, we haven't done worst, but we haven't done also the best movie of the year. Let's do best movie oh, of the man. year. <laughs> is it just gonna be bullet train? Bullet like train it? for the win. <laughs> bullet train for the win. <laughs> okay, bullet train it is. <laughs> That's the normies of bullet train of the year. All right, twenty twenty three is a lot to live up to. <laughs> Okay, worst of 2022. Right now on the list is Pinocchio, Fantastic Beasts 3. And uh, I put it on here because I've heard a lot of people complain about the movie Falling for Christmas. That's the Lindsay Lohan uh, <laughs> Christmas movie on Netflix. There's a lot of bad Christmas movies. So I, that, I almost feel like that's just eh. I know. If you just point a point a, uh, at a single show that's on um, the Hallmark, Hallmark, Channel. Hallmark Channel or Lifetime. One of my favorite things I heard recently was, did you know that uh, Hallmark Channel has 10 months of Christmas movies and they take two months off for Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I mean, it's true because every time I've seen it on in like July, they're still doing Christmas movies. Uh-huh. So the only movie I've seen on the worst of 2022, and I added it to the list, is Fantastic Beast Three. It was so bad. Um, they they really need to do something like stop. Just stop, Warner Brothers, please. Yeah, that that would be the best point of action. Just stop. Just stop. Like you can't don't mil- don't even reboot it. Just stop. <laughs> I like Jude Law in there as as Dumbledore and everything, but oh my goodness, like the the story was just awful. And it's a waste of time. Like I, granted, I did. My wife's a big fan of the Harry Potter series and the Fantastic Beasts. Though she didn't really care too much for this either. But we did. We bought it on Black Friday just to complete our set. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm glad I didn't buy full price. <laughs> like we bought it at a severely discounted rate. That's good. Yeah, I think just knowing Fantastic Beast One, I'm throwing my hat at Fantastic Beast Three because number one sucked, and I imagine things should have just got worse. Yeah, yeah and I will throw in the uh, what was it that I was talking about? I, I threw it on the list just to make mention to not watch it. What was Pinocchio? No. Oh no, I know. I remember Moonfall. No, no. Oh, I've been. Told, I haven't <laughs> seen that, but no. I've been told that that's bad. Uh, let's see. I believe it was a mystery. Oh, um, oh yeah. See how they run. I, I will throw that in as a bad, worst movie of the year, but I think I've never been that intrigued by the Fantastic Beasts. In fact, I don't think I've ever watched the first one. I watched the second one, and the entire time while I was watching the second one, it was one of those things where I'm like, is that Johnny Depp? I'm not sure if that's Johnny Depp. Yes. Is that Johnny Depp? <laughs> I'm not Something sure. you don't get with the Batman. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, Fantastic Beasts is the worst movie of the year <laughs> from the normies. All right. Well, any thoughts? Any last minute changes? Because we can do anything in the normies. Because yeah. we're I- normal. <laughs> not We're not the the Oscars and give you crap that... Man, have you ever tried to watch the movies that Oscars and... All of them have like the Emmys or whatever. A couple of years ago, like in I want to say like 2010, 11, 12 or something like that, I was just like I I was tried to make it a thing to watch the 
the best pitcher. The best pitcher. And I want to say somewhere around 2016, 2017, I was like looking at all the nominations and like I and just reading the synopsis. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I don't want to watch this either. I don't care for this. And then I just decided, you know what? If it's nominated for an award, I probably won't like it. Here's my problem with the Oscars is that I feel like it, they have put so much uh, attention to the uh, artsy movies and the low, just lower budgeted films that, I mean, they they totally overlook the movies that are putting butts in the seats mm-hmm. at the theater. Yeah. And I feel like that's wrong. Well, like, and I know that there's a listener that doesn't like when this it gets criticized, but there's <laughs> there's the Return of the Kings that won so many awards. I feel as though that was a makeup for the other two. The other two. I agree. Because <clears throat> like Return of the Kings was okay, but Two Towers, two towers was, was great. Was amazing. And it was like, how was did that not win anything? And it was just like, oh well, you know, we probably should make up for this. So hmm. Two Towers w- lost to Chicago. That's hmm. insane. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring lost to a beautiful mind, which Ooh. I hated that movie. <laughs> so just a real re- quick cat a recap of all the winners of these Oscars best pictures, start, starting with 2021 going backwards, Coda, never heard of it. Never heard of it. No Nomad Land, never heard of it. Parasite, I've heard of it. Alfonso. I think Cotton? it's a Korean movie. Yeah, it looks oh. like it is. Green Book, I've never heard of it. The Shape of Water, I've heard of it. Don't care to watch it. No, it's about a love story about a girl who falls in love with a, the a creature f- from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Moonlight, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Spotlight, never heard of it. That's actually a pretty good movie, but Spotlight is? it's it shines shines a light on like the whole uh, Catholic priest thing. Oh, except that's that one. They they make they they make the reporters the more heroic people, and it should be like the people that actually were coming forward. Let's see, the Birdman for 2014. Never wanted to watch that. I've like, heard I've heard decent things about mixed. it. Mixed. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave, 2013. Never watched it. Argo, 2012. That was, that great. was a good, good movie. That was great. That was a great movie. Uh, 2011, Artist, The Artist. That's a quiet, silent film, right? Yeah, yeah it's a black and white silent film, yeah. 2010, King's Speech. Yeah. 2009, The Hurt Locker. I'm kind of surprised because I'm looking at the list of also other movies on there. Avatar was on that list. I'm kind of surprised Hurt Locker won. Yeah, well, because you know James Cameron's ex-wife was the one that did The Hurt Locker. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, 2000, I'm just going to go all the way to 2000, 2008, Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, I hate that movie. But when you compare it to what's in them that, that year must have sucked because Curious Case and Benjamin Button was there. Milk, The Reader, which I've never heard of. I know Brett would probably pick this one, Frost Nixon. That was a good one. I would say that I've never seen Slumdog, but I'd probably go Frost Nixon. No Country for Old Man, 2007, 2006, The Departed. Yes. That one they got right, especially in comparison to what they had on there. Mm-hmm. 2005 Crash. I will say that in comparison to the list that I'm seeing on here, Brokeback Mountain, Capote, <laughs> Good Night and Good Luck, Munich. I've seen all but Munich on that list. Well, never mind. I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. I lied. I've seen Capote and Good Night, Good Luck. And Crash. I like Crash on that one. That's yeah. a good choice. 2004 Million Dollar Baby versus 
the aviator finding Neverland Ray and sideways. Um, I'd say it could have gone either way. Yeah. 2003, this is where Lord of the Rings, Return of the King won against Lost in Translation, Master and the Commander. Master and the Commander was on the list. That movie was not that good. Oh, that was that was so <laughs> boring. Oh, just a minute. Is this? Uh, yeah, this is the one with Russell Crowe. Yeah, uh-huh. he was probably riding the high from Gladiator. Yeah. Mystic River and Seabiscuit. Um, so if you ask me, Return of the King, easily, mm-hmm. hands down. 2002, Chicago won over Two Towers, which is dumb. 2001, Beautiful Mind won over... Uh, Fellowship of the Ring, uh, and ending with 2000 Gladiator One against Chocolat, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Aaron Brockovich, and Traffic, which I think that one's a no-brainer too. Yeah. So a lot of these, though, like it's funny because I go through this in the 90s. I'm just scanning over. It. I've heard of. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do it. 90s, real quick. We've heard of almost every one of these. Starting with 1990 going forward. Dances with Wolves. Yep. Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Unforgiven. Yep. Schindler's List. Yep. Forrest Gump. Yep. Braveheart. Yep. Unfortunately, The English Patient. <laughs> Titanic. Uh, you can't do huh? that in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare in Love. Ugh. And American Beauty. Now, if you ask me, just to quickly sum up this, this is when this seems to be when the Oscars start tipping. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why the '90s were the best decade ever. Yeah, because dance with with I mean, dance with wolves a little artsy fartsy, but like sounds of the lambs, horror. Yeah, it's great. Unforgiven. That's a good one, one of the few westerns I I can tolerate. Uh huh. Schindler's List a little artsy, but honestly, like it's not, a it's a good story though. Yeah, it's yeah. a great story. Forrest Gump. A little artsy fartsy. I, uh, I think you're you got uh, HBO burned out. Yeah, from- <laughs> I really did. I, on this list of the same year against Forrest Gump, I kind of wish Shawshank Redemption would have won though yeah. instead. If you ask me, Braveheart. That's not artsy. No, that was good. Um, it, just imagine if they filmed that today. You, you know the off the the uh, the uh, unfocused bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate when people do unfocused. Uh, yeah. I'm just, yeah. It, the, the 2000s when it starts tipping to being artsy. And I think I want to say after, I don't know, I've never seen No Country for Old Men. But I'd say after mm-hmm. Departed in 2006, it kind of just goes downhill mainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just shift it more. There's to occasional the- good ones like Argo and The Hurt Locker. Argo is so good. Argo and the Hurt Locker, I think, are the only ones I've watched post uh, 2006. 2006, yeah. I think I would agree with that. So, yeah, this is where we're coming, our revolution. Hey, we're having a revolution. Me and my mother's boyfriend are handing out pamphlets. What is it? What does Cork say? Anyone? Uh, Do you know what I'm talking um, about? Yeah. Oh. Hey, <laughs> man. Um, hey, you want to join the revolution? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is why the normies are here. We're we're here to right the wrongs of the Oscars. Yes. All right. Well, congratulations on a successful normies. Yay! What, us. Do, what does the trophy look like, real quick? It has to be a. Uh, it it's gonna look like an Oscar, except the face is Norm Macdonald. <laughs> That's what I was kind of thinking of like, is this is this a Norm Macdonald honorary on a bullet train? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, I actually I take that back. It's an Oscar, like golden Oscar, but 
put Norm in his dirty work uh, attire. <laughs> I like it. The like the normal the plaid shirt that's kind of just way too big for him. Uh huh. <laughs> that represents the '90s, right yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Jeans. That, that statue always makes me horny. I mean, wistful. Wistful. It, it, it makes, makes me wistful. wistful. <laughs> All right, guys. Get, get out of here. Get get. <laughs>